It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. It's that time of year where there's not a lot of concerts to go to because no one wants to come to Canada and tour in the winter because you just never know what kind of weather you're going to get. And this happened out in Saskatchewan. Shania Twain on her current tour. This happened yesterday. Uh, just east of Regina, there was a big rainstorm, and then it got cold, and that rain froze, and then it started snowing, and the production bus for Shania Twain's ongoing tour was on the Trans-Canada Highway, rolled onto its side. Oh, yeah, terrible accident. We had freezing rain yesterday, too. We did. Terrible. We did, but we're here on county, and this is way, way northern Canada. So, thankfully, no life-threatening injuries, but uh, first responders had to take a number of people to the hospital. And you know that crew is thinking, man, I think I broke my pelvis. You ever watch those hokey Christmas movies where... The savvy businesswoman goes back to her small town and falls in love with a simple man. Yeah, I did watch one last year. Not a person of color to be seen in the whole movie. Some good-looking guy, and then he helps this girl clean out a house of her dead mom, who was a hoarder, and then they fall in. <laughs> Are you sure you weren't watching was the, the show and it was Hoarders? Like, where is this going? Every time they're just in a room sorting papers, and then they fall in love. More and more, you're watching one of those Christmas movies or a Hallmark movie, and you realize, hey, that's Canada. And the latest place to get a lot of films is St. John's, Newfoundland. Why? The Hallmark Channel. They like filming there because there's a lot of snow, real snow, and it's just got a nice small-town vibe. So they can trick people into thinking it's a small town in America or something. You can film on a budget. Yeah. But we could film one in Huron County, right? Huron County would be perfect in the winter. At least we sometimes get snow. Okay, I got a little bit of a synopsis here. Aerospace engineer comes home to Clinton for Christmas. She thought she was coming home for a break. That is until her parents' farmhand comes in for dinner one night, sweeps her off her feet. They go on a date to Kate Station and share their first kiss in the light tunnel. After a night out at Gateway Casinos, <laughs> they have no money for Christmas but at least they found love. That'd be a good Aww. movie. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. yeah. I would totally uh, leave that on the TV while I was passed out drunk from Christmas dinner. Totally. Well, we heard about this Shania Twain touring bus crash, and she's come forward and said something. She says, thank you so much for the outpouring of love and support from everyone. First and foremost, my touring family are safe. Hug and hold those you love. We are doing the same. Okay. Man, I hope they don't have lawyers. Well, we did it, Fatty. The human species has finally reached 8 billion on the planet. That's crazy. Can you imagine? What do you mean we did it? I got snipped seven years ago. Oh, yeah, you didn't contribute to this. (laughs) Can you imagine if there was like 8 billion elephants? Like, it is quite a success story, humans. Hold on. Why the elephants? Well, I'm just saying, like, that'd be crazy, wouldn't it? That'd be a lot of I guess so. If if you're on mushrooms right now, yeah, that would be crazy. (laughs) But somehow we did it, humans. Eight billion people. That's a lot of damn people. We just kept having kids. So I'm going through the population projections from the years. So what year were you born? I was born in 74. 74? The population was just under... Four billion. Yeah, I know. And when I re- you were born. I remember hearing in grade school, like, the world will be overpopulated in the 2020s. We might reach 8 billion. And like, we're there. I was born in 85. It was 4.8 billion. And then in 2000, it was 6. And then 2010, it was 6.9. And yeah, we're up to 8 billion now. It's pretty crazy. 8 billion people. Good Lord. That's, that's a lot of people. 8 billion people. And you're still single. That's sad. There's a couple getting married in B.C. next month, but they already have their first anniversary plans made. They scored tickets to the Taylor Swift concert. That's happening next December. And so they're going to go there. And meanwhile, next month, they have a ridiculous wedding theme. Taylor Swift is the theme of the wedding. So they're going to come down to Taylor Swift songs. Then there's going to be Taylor Swift decorations, including quotes from the singer all over the walls. Good God, shouldn't your wedding be about you and not somebody else? It's weird making your special day about somebody else. Like, this dude's not marrying Taylor Swift. He's marrying you. How does 
uh, is is this his idea or her, her idea? Her idea. He's a fan, but I think it's kind of weird. It's just weird making your life about somebody else. Yeah, I know. Like, like, you're gonna have a Taylor Swift wedding? Like, why don't you just like fly a flag about Taylor Swift on the back of your pickup, or like, yeah, hold a convoy in the Capitol about her? It's just, it's, it's creepy, is what it is. If you're a Leafs fan, you might remember Alex Galchenyuk played in the 2020-2021 season with the Leafs. He was in Arizona this summer, and he got in an incident with police. Here's the long and short of it. He was driving his vehicle, ran over some kind of sign in a parking lot, hit another vehicle, then sped off. When police caught up with him, his dad was driving. His dad tried to say, no, it was all me, but they kind of, they had him on camera in the driver's seat. Did the old switcheroo. They did the old switcheroo down the road. So police body cam footage has been released of that. And if you got kids in the car, or maybe you're sensitive, we're going to play the clip from the body cam footage of Alex Galchenyuk threatening police down in Scottsdale, Arizona. And again, uh, warning about the language. It's bleeped out and you really can't tell what he's saying. You can <laughs> you can say threatening things without using curse words. Here's what he said. Drop me off right here and all your families will live forever. Okay, what happens if all your kids, all your wives, all your daughters will die. One phone call and you're dead. Your whole bloodline is dead. One Yo. phone call and you're dead. <laughs> this guy's so extreme. Like, it's one thing to say, like, this will be the end of you. It's, it's another thing to say, I'm going to chop you all up and eat you and put you one on the barbecue. One phone call yeah. and you're dead. <laughs> one phone call and you're dead. Good God. Your entire bloodline will be gone after this. <laughs> yeah, I, I cut out a lot of what he said. He said some brutal stuff, but that oh, was the long and short. Terrible. You want revenge against police, threatening them after you just committed a crime. Not the way to go. No. Makes you look bad. Best thing you can do. Here's what you want revenge against the police. Here's how you do it. You join the fire department. I hear they're looking. Yeah. They are looking in the town of Godwich. Yeah. You exact your revenge in the summer during the annual Guns and Hoses charity hockey tournament. Nobody's going to care about an illegal hip check if it's for charity. One phone call and you're dead. Do you ever have those real high moments in your life? I remember when my first son was born. I was feeling so awesome. I went out and bought a lottery ticket, but I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had won, I would have just, you know, totally put the pieces together and thought, oh, my God, I'm such a lucky person. You're not allowed to say uh, that. If I had won, I would have felt a certain way, but you lost. So does that mean the opposite? You yeah. can't just, you're just interpreting things the way you want to. Exactly. And maybe this couple is, where are they from? Michigan, did you say? Michigan. They got married. They were on a high still went out and bought a scratch lottery ticket the next day. This was the guy that did this. Took it home, scratched it. They won a million dollars. million dollars. So the luck kept pouring in. There you go, man. You can buy a nice home, start your family early, don't have to save up for a couple years to be able to afford a down payment on a home with enough rooms that you can start a family. Just boom, right away if you want to do that. I guess it also depends on what the wedding cost. <laughs> might pay for their wedding. Maybe they didn't have a wedding. Maybe they just went to town hall and they're like, here's 200 bucks. Marry us, please. There you go. Keep the good times rolling. There you go, man. Although I wouldn't need a house for enough kids. You've criticized me before because me and Trish the Dish are looking at houses and I'm like, I want two living rooms so we can each play Nintendo separately. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you can't be that picky when I got my first home. It clearly wasn't big enough for my family, but it was a home. It still isn't. <laughs> When you're bored, maybe you're just having your coffee in the morning and you'll sit on your phone or your iPad and you'll just scroll Facebook Marketplace. Oh, yeah. You're just looking for stuff that's on sale that maybe you need, maybe you don't need. You're just curious what's being sold in the area. And every now and then you're like, oh, I could use that. I remember going to pick up a cabinet on the Facebook classifieds. I got there and there was a screw missing. <laughs> and so I asked them like, uh, could you take off some money in case I have to go buy a hinge and fix it first? And they said, hell no, we'll fix it right now. We're not taking money out of our own pocket for you. Oh, no. Stupid. And they fixed it in front of you, and then you paid the regular price. I had to help them fix it and then still pay full price. This kind of happened at, <laughs> where was this? Uh, New Jersey. Some guy's going to pick up a truck in very good shape. At least it was until he got there. There's this video of this deer 
flying through the air and crashing into a parked Silverado truck. Uh, okay, but hold on. What happened was some dude was selling this truck, and the guy coming to buy it literally had just pulled up to the end of the driveway. You can see the car pulling up. And then the deer flies over one car, smashes into the truck that's for sale, and darts off. So dude's going to walk up the driveway and see this hugely dented truck now, and the guy's going to have to explain, well, this literally just happened Right now, what happened was he actually adjusted the price by a thousand bucks. Oh, that damage is going to cost more than a thousand to fix. He kind of ruined the bed of the truck. Yeah, but if that deer was five minutes later, he would have got full price. Like, just bad <laughs> luck. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, we can all agree, though, deer are a menace to society. It's time for Seaforth Tractor Watch with Fatty Didi. Our very own Fatty Deedee is in the downtown of Seaforth, where a tractor has been stuck inside of a building for 21 days now. Fatty, do you see the tractor? Is there any new information about the tractor? Yeah, Matthew, I see a white tarp, which I'm told behind of which is the tractor. Okay. Yeah, is there a wheel showing? Uh, no, you can't really see much. Okay. No, you can't see much of the tractor here in downtown Seaforth, where I am right now. And Are there any new developments as to what the town is going to do about the tractor? Yeah, so the municipality of Huron East, they're saying we, we do want to salvage the building. It's 33 Main Street here in Seaforth. Want to salvage the building, but we got to get a sense what the wreckage is like. So they've given a permit to some surveyors. You can remove some bricks from this heritage building so that you can have a peek inside, see what the damage is really like so that we can get this thing repaired lickety-split. Thanks for the update. <laughs> Thanks, Fatty. Wow, that audio was good. Yeah, it's like I'm right here in studio with you. It's wow. like I didn't go anywhere. This has happened to us all. I think this has happened to you where you've gone to drive through restaurant, wherever you go, and your order's wrong. Yeah, uh, for me, it's always like they put sugar like I order just cream and then I get sugar. Oh, whatever. I can oh, I can do the sugar. Let's play the world's saddest violin for Matthew. Yeah. Meantime, sometimes when you place that order, it's because you will die if you don't get it the right way. Mm -hmm. Lady over in Winnipeg, she went to Tim Hortons, ordered on the app, asked for her coffee with almond milk because real milk will kill her. I think in this case, so I'd want to talk to an actual person. And say it two or three times. There's, you know what I mean? You'd order it and say, almond milk, right? You got that almond milk uh, and tell them right up. I could die if it's real milk. Is it almond milk? And then you double check when you get up to the window. Is it almond milk? Because I could die. You don't order through the app. Spoiler alert, this lady got real milk and not almond milk. So she's suing Tim Hortons for uh, doing something that could kill her. Not her fault in the end. She almost died and she got brain damage and such, but... She, she should get a good settlement, for uh, sure. Man, if you want those fancy milks, <laughs> you got to go elsewhere. This is Tim Hortons, yeah, bro. I, Come on, the coffee's <laughs> bottom tier. Donuts are reheated. Take your standards to McDonald's. Over in Queens Park, where our government works, and our government can do no wrong, Matthew. I don't know about you, but all levels of government are perfect, and everything they do is the right decision. There's a new statue outside of Queen's Park over in Toronto, and <clears throat> Matt is lit up about it. They unveiled that new statue of Queen Elizabeth II at Queen's Park. It's a statue. I, do we really need another statue? Uh, this thing costs $1.5 million. You always like to complain. You and the rest of Facebook likes to complain <laughs> whenever the government does anything. I'm not even saying I support this, but come on, man. They're spending money on a whole lot of other ridiculous things. Why aren't you complaining about that? Well, yeah, but this is like a statue. Are you really going to stop and look at it even? It's just there. It's a statue and of Queen Elizabeth II uh, as she appeared in the Senate in 1977, the Canadian Senate. Well, and that wasn't good enough, so they put a cape on her in the statue, too. <laughs> they put a cape on her so she'll stay warm in the winter. Are you mad about the cape, son? This is $1.5 million. They had to add a cape. That's probably... $200,000 just to add the cape. Don't estimate <laughs> statue cape prices. <laughs> My point is uh, people in Ontario are struggling to put food on the table and we're making a $1.5 million statue. Meantime, they're still trying to figure out what to do with the statue of John A. McDonald. That's also at Queen's Park. I think they just reused it. 
uh, honestly, I'm looking at it. Doesn't look like the Queen. It looks like John A. McDonald. It doesn't. I think it does. I'm saying I, I think we take that uh, John A. McDonald statue to parties, and maybe we make a new holiday, John A. Day. Oh, it's a day where you just drink, just like John A. did, and just like John A. Uh, you lose your wife and child to tuberculosis. I don't know. There's been another person who went to rentahitman.com, now in jail. So if you don't know, there's this site that's monitored by the FBI, and people go to it and fill out the form, say they want to kill someone. In this case, it was Zandra Ellis of New Orleans. She was upset because another woman has children with the same guy, and they were fighting on social media, and she wants her gone. <laughs> her Facebook <laughs> post made me want to kill yeah. her. So she went as far as going to rentahitman.com. And so the FBI, they always claim there's someone else. And they agreed on $1,000 for the murder. That's a pretty good price for a murder. Good price murder. And then to meet at the Waffle House for a $100 down payment. Where you meet all murderers is at the Waffle House. Yeah, and then this is also where you get the handcuffs put on because it's really the FBI. (laughs) It's just so, uh, rentahitman.com, it's so on the nose. It's just too perfect. It's so dumb. You don't go to that website. You go to the other website where all the sketchy people hang out. Say it with me, Matt. Etsy. Etsy. Over in England, they have this big... (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. It just came out that way. England. England. They have this big uh, cake competition where people make life-size cakes and stuff. There's like one of Ozzy Osbourne. There's a Stranger Things display made of cake. And one of the popular ones this year is a life-size King Charles III cake. Okay. It looks... Just like him. It may, it may be even more lifelike <laughs> than the actual King Charles. It looks like it has life in it. Yes. Unlike King Charles. Yeah, it looks like it tastes pretty good, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it does. I'm sure if you take a big enough bite, you can really taste the slave trade. Keep hearing about shortages and such since the pandemic. And the latest thing, down in the United States, they have a milk carton shortage. Hold on. They... They have a shortage of the milk in the carton, so they don't have as much, or they have the milk and they don't have the cardboard cartons? Yeah, they have the milk, but not the cartons, so they've had to come up with creative ways at schools, like giving all the kids sippy cups they're doing in a place in New York. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Dude, adults should have sippy cups. Something you can drop, it doesn't spill, but you can still get liquid out of it. Great. Or they could do what we do here, put the milk in a bag. It seems illogical to Americans. I can't believe we do this, but we put a liquid in a plastic bag. (laughs) I'm doing Secret Santa this year with the (laughs) Nintendo group. They're all pretty much in America. Should I try to send somebody some (laughs) liquid bagged milk? Send them some bagged milk. (laughs) And they'll be like, what is this strange white liquid in a bag? If you didn't know, it's I think it's mainly just an Ontario thing or a Canada thing. Yeah. In general. Yeah, they don't do it in other countries bagging their milk. No, it makes no sense. It is weird to put a liquid in a bag. It is. Who thought of it in the first place? Like, imagine you're taking some orange juice to work and you fill up a Ziploc bag. I know. It's bizarre. It is weird. We're a weird country, but the healthcare is nice. Down the way, Mississauga. They're tight about fireworks, dude. Here in Goderich, people just do it in the backyard, right next to other houses, next to trees. Yeah, I had one fly into my house once. <laughs> it's a problem of having a big empty field next to you. Freak your cats out a little bit. <laughs> Mississauga, they passed a law saying that if you set off fireworks illegally, you could be fined up to $100,000. Holy crap. It's a lot of money, dude, just for trying to enjoy some fireworks. They're expensive enough as it is. The former fine before they changed the law, $5,000. So they've uh, multiplied that by 20. Holy crap. $100,000. Come on, Mississauga. Can't tell me how to use fireworks. I want to shoot Roman candles out of my butt crack. It's my right as a Canadian to do that. Mm-hmm. And I would give you the middle finger if it was still attached. Might be getting ready for Christmas. I've finished my Christmas shopping already. It's done. Maybe you do yours a little later. You're not doing it at the Kitchener Christmas market this year. I'm telling you that now because the person who is organizing this, her name is Stacy Cliff. She operates Stacy's Events, event planning company. And Stacy's Events made a post on Facebook this weekend saying that all the money they collected from the vendors who wanted to go to the Christmas market in Kitchener at Bingham's, she took that money and gambled it away. All of it. 
between twenty and thirty thousand dollars. She said, "Well, I just, you know, I just kept putting money down, and I was hoping to get money back. And next thing you know, there's no money. If you're getting down to like even twenty, let's let's say you start at thirty, and you're down to twenty, you'd think it, you wouldn't just keep going. You sound like an old man. Have you never had, had been gambling? You ever been to the casino? It's amazing." Yeah. Not Gateway in Clinton. That's depressing. But if you go to a real legitimate casino with, <laughs> with like all the tables and slot machines and music. Yeah. Especially when you could smoke inside. You have a big fast cigar, you have a bottle of scotch or something. You're throwing money on the table. It's fantastic. Yeah. But it's easy to drop a thousand, five thousand dollars at a time. You got time to kill before the Toby Keith concert or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That was the first artist you thought of? <laughs> Toby Keith, hey, fair enough. But you know what country market isn't canceled because of a gambling addiction? No, the Goddard's District Collegiate Institute one. It's happening this weekend. It's going on this Saturday uh, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the high school in Goddard's 260 South Street. At 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. You can do some shopping for Christmas. Help support the school. Again, that is still going on because the people organizing it don't have gambling addictions, I don't think. Matthew, are you addicted to your smartphone? Yeah, I think I might be. Lately, I found myself on my smartphone while watching TV even. Mm. And I get a little bit anxious if I don't have it with me. Sometimes you're on your smartphone during the morning show. I'm on it right now. While I'm talking to you and you're staring at your phone and you can't do two things at once. No. I'm constantly looking at mine to see if there's messages, emails. I'm always checking the PC Points app. There's always something to do on your smartphone. Yeah, and it's so dumb. You just keep going back to it and there's no new information. I disagree. I think it's awesome. I love having something to check all the time. New study in the International Journal of Mental Health and Addiction, which rolls right off the tongue, finds a third of people around the world are at risk of smartphone addiction. That means your phone use negatively affects your life. Well, here's some of the questions they asked. So, uh, answer honestly. Do you use your smartphone longer than you intend? No. I you, use it. You don't. Oh, I do. Longer than I intend. No, I intend to use it for a long time, but no, not longer than I intend. Uh, I've been sitting on there and sometimes a half hour goes by, no problem. Do you feel impatient and fretful when you're not holding it? No. Okay, well, you're not addicted. No, no, no. I'll go for walks with Trish and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you're good. It's cool. I met Trish the Dish on Tinder, so you could say my phone has greatly improved my life. Unless she forgets to throw her clothes in the hamper and then asks why I didn't wash her pajamas. If you want them washed, you throw them in the hamper, Patricia, and you could put a reminder on your smartphone. For all you weirdos who get excited about new produce at the grocery store, I do. Like I said, weirdo. There's a new apple, new breed of apple made right here in Ontario. What's the last great apple you've had? Oh, God. Honeycrisp is good. Honeycrisp is the big popular one right now. Oh, this is the oldest of old men conversations. What's your favorite apple, young man? There was a newly developed apple, well, it was a while ago now, the Red Prince. That's a good one. Yeah. And now there's a new one again. Yeah, you didn't have to tell that story, but at least you did, and it wasted all of our time. <laughs> the snowflake apple is the okay. new apple. Snowflake apple producers say it's crisp and juicy and offers a sweet tanginess. Oh. Yeah. That sounds like an apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lot of apples. The snowflake apple, it's also easily offended, can't take a joke, and loves the Facebook comment section. But 63 bears have died since 1980 out in Glacier National Park in Give Montana. Give me a history lesson on bear deaths in a small part of Montana. Well, this is sad because the grizzly bears out there, they sometimes like to feed on grain that's fallen from the trains. Right. And then they're feeding on this grain and it ferments a bit if it gets a little wet. It's like a natural brewery out there. And then the trains come along and these drunk grizzly bears think that they can outrun the trains. Is that all it takes to get drunk? Just get like a little bit of grain, soak it in the bathtub for a minute? I know. Is that, that all it takes? That's what I was thinking. Where can I find some of this grain? I'm paying $4 a can for beer. I know. All I got to do is sneak into a farmer's field late at night, grab a handful of grain. I can just go along the railway and start nibbling on grain? Soak it in the tub and get all messed up? I'm doing it all wrong. Yeah. 
grocery prices nowadays, this is a great affordable option to get messed up. Yeah, because the grain will fill my stomach and make me drunk. There you go. You're cutting costs, and it's all about budgeting. There's a thrift store over in Wales. Put up this sign and made a statement. Could those of you who kindly donate please be mindful that we are a children's charity? And as such, we have a range of ages of our wonderful volunteers. We therefore ask you to refrain from donating your used and unused marital aids. People donating vibrators? Yeah, marital aids is what they that's called what, them. That's what I said, vibrators. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, adult toys. They say, well, we'll take regular toys, but leave your toys at home. Thrift store is not a good place to buy that stuff. Because nobody's donating those toys unless they're either... Well, just in case they're broken. Yeah. Yeah. Breakdown, battery stops working in it, stops taking a charge. Yeah. It'd be garbage, wouldn't it? Donate yeah, that thing to Goodwill? No, it's useless now. Yeah. That's just on top of the disgusting fact that that's been in someone's body. Potentially. No, Not potentially. It has been. Yeah, right. You, you don't buy one of those and not try it. Yeah, it's true. They're yeah. always used. <laughs> <laughs> do you not have any experience with these things? Barely. Oh, my goodness, dude. I'm going to take you to this website. You're going to see some stuff. Oh, God. We always talk about the price of things and stuff like rent. And rent prices hit a record high in Canada in October. What would you guess? Average rent price. Oh, let's see. What could I afford? Maybe like 1300 When I... Please. Oh, no, last year, see, last time I rented, uh, it was maybe 10 to 12 years ago, 600 bucks a month. No, okay. Uh, 21, no. 20, yeah. Hold on, let me, $2,149 a month is the average price in Canada for rent. Well, That's all houses, apartments, everything smushed together and then divided by that number. Well, that's crazy. Like, how would you have anything left over? You don't have anything left over. That's the fun part. You don't have any other money. You just sit in your empty house and you stare. And you'd be thankful you have four walls. Now, 2149 bucks. That's enough money that you could buy your landlord a brand new 2024 Honda Civic in two years. Wow. Two years of paying rent, you bought your landlord a Civic. Brand new. Top tier model, too. But your landlord isn't heartless, okay? I'm sure they will give you a ride. As controversy mired women's walk racing at the Pan American Games in Argentina. Have you ever seen this sport? It's amazing. It looks like they're walking like a duck or something. The rules, you have to have one foot on the ground all the time and you're like speed walking. It looks hilarious. Your butt's kind of wiggling. It looks like you're strutting a little bit. Yeah, it's like, oh, hi. It's real hot. Yeah. And it's mired in controversy because there is a plethora. All the walkers slash speed walkers broke the world record for speed walking. So how long was the track supposed to be? Uh, Supposed to be 20 kilometers. And they noticed after everyone broke the world record that it was three kilometers short. They had a (laughs) measuring problem. They even named the person. I I don't have the name on me here, but like they named the person who did the measuring and they're mad. Oh, they don't care in Argentina. They just didn't do three kilometers of the race. Oh boy. So everyone broke their best time, I guess. Let's say you're one, let's say you're one of these weirdo uh, speed walkers. <laughs> are, are you mad about this? Do you want your record to sit? Do you expect that your record will stay even though you didn't do the full 20? You would know you never did anyway, so now I'd want to redo it. All right, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and plus my hips would be sore. I'm not redoing this after that. And you would look amazing in that spandex. Yes. It's Halloween, and around trick-or-treat time, it's looking like some off-and-on flurries or showers. It's going to be around 3 degrees for trick-or-treat time. Oh, God, I have to open the door? You're going to have to open the door. <laughs> some people just keep the door open, let all the heat out. But our own Matt Hussey, he thinks we should bring something back, something from the early pandemic days. Yeah. Remember the tube? The tube. This solved all our problems for Halloween. For those who are uh, who don't remember or are just too high right now, explain the tube. Well, we some of us put a tube out our window and put the candy in the tube so we wouldn't have to come in contact with the kids and yeah, spread you get, COVID. You get some three-inch pipe. <laughs> you sit on the roof, have a tube going all the way yeah. down to the kids so you can maintain your safe distance to not spread COVID. We, kids got candy. You kept your distance. Everybody was 
safe and healthy. It was actually kind of fun. And I'm thinking, like, why not bring it back? It's fun. So explain to me how the tube would uh, fight off the cold. What? Because uh, you're, you're, it's going to be a cold day. You were saying we need oh, to yeah. bring back the tube. Yeah, I had the tube in a little crack in the window. And then I put a towel to seal up the rest of the window. So I didn't get cold. And I just had to sit there and shoot candy down the tube. <laughs> it was more fun for the kids even. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. they had to try and catch it in their bucket as it came down. Would any kids open their mouths and just put it right at the bottom of the tube? Get the candy right in their mouth? <laughs> oh, God, I never thought of that. They could have choked. You could throw a candy <laughs> apple down that thing. <laughs> For the kids you don't like, some raw eggs. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, not even hard-boiled. Cracks nope. on their head. Cracks are in their mouth. Yeah, if a 25-year-old comes by, they're eggs for sure. I imagine a lot of people, though, can't keep the window open or the door open for that long without letting the heat escape. Because it is Halloween, and the scariest thing is... High natural gas bills. I know. Bring back the tube. So starting today, anyone six months of age or older is eligible for a free flu and COVID-19 vaccine. And that's going to make the holidays a lot better because people will die less. Maybe they should do a Halloween event. Like where you just go up to a door and you say, prick or treat. No, I'm serious. The, the And I'm... I hate puns so much. No, but I think it's a good idea for prick or treat. And so the, You're going to get a needle at every house? <laughs> one, you go to the hospital and they dress up and then you get a, a needle, but you also get a treat. It encourages people to come. Like the, the blood donation people know this. You give blood, you get cookies. You got to incorporate the treats. They give you the cookies to raise your blood sugar <laughs> after losing all that blood. True enough. <laughs> But it might encourage people to get vaccinated if they were having second thoughts. Throw chocolate into the equation. Here's a Reese's cup. There you go. Let us stab you. Do you have any weird moles? Uh, that's a weird question. No, ask. it's not. It, I'm a concerned adult and you're my friend. I want to know if you have any weird moles. No, I don't have any moles. I got one on my back. I should show you. Do you want me to look at that for you? Maybe. You can tell me if it looks funny. But if you wanted to have... A dermatologist check out some weird moles on your body, but you don't want to go to the city or wherever it is they check this stuff. Melanoma Canada has launched a mobile skin cancer screening truck. Yeah, the Molemobile. Is that what they call like, it? Yeah, it's called the Molemobile. Wouldn't the Molebile just be a better name? That's what I said. <laughs> the Mobile. The Molebile. There goes around to communities all around Ontario, and a dermatologist will check out weird things on your skin, tell you what's going on. Okay, that'd be a fun lineup to be in. Everyone just showing each other their moles. Oh, you think your mole's big? Look at my mole. Oh, put your pants back oh, on. Oh, disgusting. I prefer to have my moles checked by my weed dealer, Chad. What? He doesn't so much check my moles as much as he sells me weed, but he'd notice if something was off. Sad about the death of Matthew Perry, 54 years old. He's the actor who played Chandler Bing on the show Friends, if you remember that show. Yeah, he was such a good character. Very likable. remember thinking, watching the show, like, I'd love to have a friend like that. A lot of fun. What makes him a better friend than me? Well, a lot of fun. Oh, fair enough. You know what? Fair <laughs> enough. Died 54 years old this weekend, apparently in his hot tub. He drowned, yeah. he drowned at his home. Uh, no foul play expected. We were looking up... Some clips of Matthew Perry, and this one is from six years ago. He was on the Jimmy Kimmel show, the evening show with Jimmy Kimmel, and he talked about how he went to school with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. They're roughly the same age. I think he's a touch older, and apparently he had a bit of a run-in with Trudeau. I was reminded of this. My friend Chris Murray, who was also in the fifth grade in Canada, reminded me that uh, we actually uh, beat up Justin Trudeau. You beat him up? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I, I don't know. The two he, of you beat him up? We both beat him up. And I, I think he was excelling in a sport that we weren't as... So it was pure jealousy. I see. And we, uh, we, we you know, we beat him up. Plus, he always had better Halloween costumes. <laughs> Trudeau just, had the best <laughs> costumes. <laughs> so does this mean Matthew Perry had the original F. Trudeau flag? Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Back a while ago, the government said, hey, if you have TikTok on your phone and you work for the government, stop having TikTok. There's a couple more apps now that the government's saying, don't do that. It could be they could be spying on us. You might as well just take away my phone. There's this uh, <laughs> chat program called WeChat. 
Uh, it's, it's used to message people all around the world. So if you need to text message, you can do it on there for free. It's like Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp, but it's a WeChat. And it's owned by a Chinese company. So the government's saying, hey, stop using WeChat. China could be spying on us. Like China's interested in my brownie recipe? Yes, they are, Matthew. And uh, there's a company called Kaspersky. And they're a Russian company, and they make a whole bunch of apps, and the federal government's saying, don't use their apps. It's Russian and Russia. We don't have to explain Russia. It's Russia. So who do we trust? I trust Mark Zuckerberg, the guy who owns Facebook. Because if there's anyone you can trust, it's a tech nerd who made his fortune hating women. Over in Barry area, police stop somebody on Highway 400. If you've never driven on the 400, speed limit's 100. Yeah. And somebody was doing 40 on Highway 400. Oh, my God. And most people probably do 120. It wasn't a nervous driver. Well, maybe they were nervous because they were three times over the legal blood alcohol limit. Oh, I see. Yeah, and, well, good thing they got them off the road. That's good, yeah. And thankfully, they weren't doing a speed that could really roll your car. 40 is not going to do too much to your car. But when you're so drunk that a first grader can speed past you in their big wheel, you got to ask yourself the tough questions. Like, do I have a drinking problem? And where did that first grader come from? Over in Italy. Oh, oh that's the stereotype. But you are dressed as Mario. To be fair, we are dressed as Italian-American plumbers this morning. So we can do this bit very good. Nope, still racist. Yeah. These two brothers were taken to court. They're in their 40s, and their mom took them to court saying, hey, you need to move out. You're mooching. You guys work. You don't pay any bills. Get out. And an Italian court said, yeah, you're not entitled to stay with your parents. You have to leave. Stop eating all of my spaghetti. Ah, it's a spicy meatball. Oh, oh God. Terrible. We're going to get so many email complaints, man. I lived with my parents till I was 27. So I did live with them for a while. Did they boot you out? No, I got this job. You got a job. I moved out. Yeah, I did what every man does. When you're that age, I got an underpaying job and I struggled to get by while hoping that a heart attack would end this nightmare early. Happy Halloween. Back on Halloween, there's a $55 million Lotto Max jackpot. And the guy who won that is a retiree from Quebec. Oh. His name is Jean Larocque. Jean Larocque won $55 million. Reti oh. Retired already, but plays the lottery. Says he wants to take his wife on a trip to Scotland. And he wants to spoil his loved ones. So that's nice. So you know they already have some money. They already have a house. You know when a poor person wins the lottery, they say things like, I'm going to fix my kitchen sink. You know? <laughs> Can we just have a poor person lottery where we, we <laughs> prove? <laughs> because prove what you make. And then anyone who makes less than, let's say, I don't know, 40000 50000 something like that. You get to play the poor person lottery. Yeah, it's your own lottery. Yeah. People who are retired have their own money. Yeah. They, they don't get to play. Just you poor people. I think that would even out the playing field. Just like you and me. Probably win a little more money that way. I'm all for it. And then is there a rich person lottery where they just win way more? Mm. And tickets, instead of being five bucks for Lotto Max, are like 20 bucks. Maybe. But the jackpots hit like $700 million. It's like the American Powerball. Yeah. And then they just get richer while we keep getting poorer with our small lottery. This was a bad idea. Once we thought about it for like 10 seconds, we realized it was a bad idea. There was another baby born in a car out in Saskatchewan. Yeah, my cousin <laughs> was born in a cab. Oh, right. Yeah, his dad drove cab at the time, picked up mom, and baby couldn't wait. Oh, it's, it's pretty cool. And this happens more regularly than we think. And it makes me think, like, I wouldn't know how to give birth if this happened to me. And here on county, you should know, right? Because a lot of people live good distance away from the hospital. Baby might come before you get to the hospital. Yeah, we got to the hospital just in time with our third baby. And gosh, I wasn't prepared for this. Like, So they pulled over to the side of the road and in a brand new car. And the mom's like, oh gosh, I wish I would have planned ahead because the baby came out in the amniotic sack and then all that goos all over the car in this Ugh. brand new car. So it got me thinking, like, I wasn't prepared for this. This could have happened to me. I, I didn't bring a tarp or towels or blankets, nothing. Especially if it's your first child, too. Maybe you just got a new vehicle, a new minivan or something to accommodate your growing family. Exactly. And then you, you go to Clinton and then the ER's closed or something. You got to drive. <laughs> oh, my God. That could totally happen. I, it could happen nowadays. And then you have to drive all the way to Godrich. And, <laughs> and then your car's a mess. So the point is, like, this is something we should prepare people for. The inevitability of 
maybe giving birth in your car. Yeah, and the inevitability of uh, not getting as much money back on your Prius when you trade it in. When was the last time you applied for a job? This job, we got in touch with you. We heard about you and we called you. But when was the last time you, like, updated your resume? Um, during the pandemic, I had to get a second job. Okay. Yeah, so I updated the resume. There you go. Went through the whole process. They were good, actually. They listed on the site how much I would be making. So I didn't waste my time. Okay, that's good. And yeah. it's nice when job listings do that. And soon it's going to become law here in Ontario. The province is going to introduce a law uh, next week that says job listings online, whether you're on Indeed or whatever whatever other website, they have to post either the hourly rate or if it's a salary job, the annual rate. That's great. Saves people a lot of time. So many times you apply for jobs and then you get there in the interview. Well, we got about 10 hours to start and the, the pay is going to be 10 bucks an hour. It's like, like, oh, I just, God, I spent weeks waiting for this interview just to find out it's way less than minimum wage. Nobody has time for that. What a nightmare. Yeah. Now, though, you can compare workplaces and you can just go to the one that pays more. So, so long, radio station. I got a new job now and I can eat all the Whoppers that get made wrong. Ontario Living Wage Network. Look at how much housing costs all around Ontario, how much people are generally making, what the bills are, and they did a study for Huron County, what the living wage is in Huron County, what you have to make just to get by. And for a dual-income household, two people working in a house, both working full-time, they both need to make to get by $22.75 an hour. Wow. That's what you need to live anymore. Collectively, that would be about 90000 or uh, so. Hovering around eighty to 90000 yeah, yeah. I remember that used to be a good income, but now that's just the minimum. Yeah. It's crazy. And I mean, a lot of people not making that right now. A lot of people making less than that. Rent price is crazy. If money is tight, you can cover up the sound of your stomach grumbling by moving next to a railroad track. And maybe if you get lucky, maybe the train will derail into your apartment. Here's some good news about gas prices. So the Ontario government, they say they're going to extend a cut in the gas tax until June 30th of next year. What does that mean, fatty? I don't speak Spanish. No hablo. It means you'll get about 5.7 cents off at the pumps when this bill passes in the next couple weeks. Well, that'd be awesome. That's about 3 and $5, right? Yeah, roughly between 3 and 5 bucks savings per tank. So that's... Three to five dollars you won't have to spend on gas. Beautiful. Think of the things you could buy for between three and five dollars. I might be able to buy celery now. Yeah, celery's uh. in between five and six bucks, so not really. Cauliflower? Yeah, maybe. Depends how much cauliflower you want. You can maybe buy a couple apples. Like four or five apples. But not honey crisp. No, no. No. Let's not yeah. go crazy. When was the last time? You change the batteries in your smoke alarm or your carbon monoxide detector. Um, the carbon monoxide one, I have a plug-in one. Okay. But I guess that requires a battery, too, if the power goes Sometimes, out. Sometimes. Some of them. Yeah. yeah. Sm- um, smoke alarm? I usually change them with the time change. Which when is- was the last time you changed it, honestly? Last time change. In the spring? Yeah. Okay. So today is the start of Carbon Monoxide Awareness Week. Oh, is and that what it is? It always comes around the time we do daylight savings time. This weekend is going to be... Uh, fall back, so you actually gain an hour of sleep this weekend. So Sunday morning, you're going to wake up. It's going to feel an hour later, but you actually got an hour extra of sleep. I was hoping it was eat macaroni week. Every week's eat macaroni week. I guess so. You're want you an adult with your own... Dude, you work a job. They pay you. You can buy whatever you want with your money. Oh. There you go. Yeah, you don't have to buy healthy food. It's a scam, bro. Carbon monoxide week. Just remember the rhyme. Change your batteries because your family matteries. Now, you might think matteries is not a word, but you also might have a carbon monoxide leak in your home. Premier Doug Ford says he had nothing to do with any of the scandal involving the Green Belt. Newly released emails show provincial staff made changes to the protected land that benefited certain developers. I thought the Green Belt was a breakfast sandwich. Well, with, like a bacon belt. With lettuce. It's time for Seaforth Tractor Watch with Fatty Didi. We're going live through the power of radio to the downtown of Seaforth. Our own Fatty Didi is on location in Seaforth. Fatty, did you have view of the tractor that's 
embedded within the building? First of all, is it still embedded within the building? The tractor is still in the building, Matthew. I can confirm I'm looking at it right now. Okay. I'm looking at this big tool. All right. Now, I understand there's some new developments on this store. There are some developments. Charges have now been laid in the tractor case. 23-year-old from Huron East has been charged with three charges, careless driving, failing to stop at a red light, and failing to remain at the scene. Okay, that is pretty careless driving. I agree. We have an update as well. So Main Street Seaforth has been locked down. It's been closed off in part of it for uh, the better part of a month now since October 13th. Huron East now says they expect the roadway to reopen the first week of December. Well, that's good news. It's like a Christmas miracle. Why are you talking like a serious news person? Back in time for Christmas to shop the downtown of Seaford. This is a rural Ontario country music station. You're talking like Tom Brokaw, and it's ridiculous. Well, I guess my news voice. Come on. Okay, fair enough. Seaforth Tractor Watch with Fatty Didi. Police are always reminding people, stop calling 911 for stupid reasons. An incident that happened over in the Peel region. 911, do you need police, fire, or ambulance? Yeah, um, my television is going crazy. Sorry? I can't get any channels or nothing. Your, your TV? For me? Your television? Yeah. Okay, you've dialed into 911 right now. Do you have a life-threatening oh, emergency? So Hello? Who do I call? Okay, you need to call 611. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. 6-1-1. You call your grandkid or... (laughs) (laughs) You don't call like an emergency number because you wanted to watch their program. Yeah. And the TV wasn't working. Well, you can't miss a day of the soaps. (laughs) I guess not. Yeah. Yeah, Survivor's on tonight. Yeah. I can't change the time on my VCR. Oh, ma'am, you need to call Panasonic for that. Uh, And my toaster isn't toasting. The bread comes out soft. Oh, ma'am, you need to call Oster for that. And my blender sounds loud when I blend the salmon. Ma'am, you need to call Ninja for that. What other hilarious home appliance brands can we name? Snow started last night. Rain started last night around trick-or-treat time for the kids. Our own Matt Hussey was handing out candy. And Matt, explain yourself. Yeah, I think I made the joke that a lot of dads made. Every time the kids came to the door, I was going, Merry Christmas. Did the kids get it? Yeah, I think they did because it was snowing out, you see? Happy winterine, I would tell them. Tell me honestly now, did you get a single laugh? No. <laughs> I think they were just waiting for me to stop talking and yeah, give them the candy. They're like, sir, I'm dressed as Elsa. Can you please stop talking and give me candy? I've got 400 more houses I got to get to. Stop with the dad jokes. Happy Halloween was another one. Mommy, the radio man keeps making jokes. (laughs) It was hailing. It was thundering. Did you hear that? It was crazy. It was a crazy Halloween. Mommy, why won't the man give me candy? He just keeps talking. And then I would go down to them and say, I think the holidays are mixed up. (gasps) Mommy, he's getting closer. Lovely seeing all of you yesterday in our creepy cruiser dropping off candy to businesses all around Huron County. Should we say the name of the business? Well, it doesn't matter. Lucknow District Co-op. We visited the co-op yesterday. Love going to the co-op. We go there pretty much every year. We do the Creepy Cruiser. And I think Sarah was the person we were visiting there. Well, we gave her candy. Yeah, and on the way out, uh, there there was another employee that said, hey, I thought you were a big fat guy. (laughs) (laughs) Why would she think that, though? Because my name's Fatty. I know. And that's not a radio name. That's my real name. But that's what I said. I said, oh, you maybe think I'm fatty. And she's like, no, just like you sound like a big fat guy because you got kids and uh, talk about me balding and stuff. Are you breathing heavily into the mic? I think it was a compliment. Like she didn't expect me to look as good as I did. So I took it as a compliment. Or maybe she meant you sound horrible. (laughs) You sound like you have a debilitating health issue and you need to see a doctor immediately. I think she was meaning you're way better looking than you sound. So that's good. That's a compliment. I mean, if you want to take it that way, you could, but I prefer to take it the way that makes fun of you. (laughs) I know. Well, and that was another comment. Someone told me, hey, you really need to throw shade back at Fatty. Yeah. Somebody said, I make fun of Matt so hard sometimes, and you never do it back to me. And they're just waiting for me to stand up and 
give it back. Okay, so maybe this is the moment. Maybe this is your time to shine, Matthew. Right now, I just made fun of you for sounding like a big fat idiot on the radio. <laughs> so now you say something back to me. You hurt me back. Okay, I can't do it. It's just it not does, in your nature. It doesn't come naturally to me. Just find. Look at me. Look at me for. Find a flaw. Big nose. Weird beard, splotchy beard. Find something on me to make fun of. Um, nah, I, uh, you failed. I failed. You failed. I guess I could go with the unibrow. It's a okay. good unibrow. You shave it, right? I tweeze it. Yeah. yeah, I can tell. That's not a good insult. I can tell you tweeze the unibrow. No, but make fun of me somehow. Caterpillar face. Muppet face. Okay, yeah. Hey, Muppet face. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> and now you feel the bad. best I have. <laughs> you know what's nice? This weekend we have uh, one of those big Christmas markets going on over at GDCI here in Godrich at the high school. And the great thing about it is that the organizers of the event aren't gambling your money. No. Yeah. Not as far as we know anyways. We have no reason to suspect they're using your money to gamble. <laughs> Unlike... Event organizer Stacy Cliff over in Kitchener, they were going to have a big Christmas market next weekend at Bingham's, and she took the vendor's money and gambled it away. This is according to her. She made a big Facebook post about it. Yeah, like $20,000. Few volunteers who were going to be vendors at this event, they came together, they petitioned local businesses, they said, hey, can you help us uh, front the money for this? And after putting in some elbow grease, the Christmas market is back on next weekend. But I guess maybe for another time, there's probably some signs it, that the organizer has a betting problem. Like, like, like what, Matthew? Like if the name gets changed to the Bet MGM Christmas Market, okay. something's maybe up. Oh, yeah, or maybe if you're paying uh, the vendor and they ask you when they're taking your money, uh, if you think Toronto's going to cover the spread tonight against Boston. couple telltale signs. Do we hold any records for being the best at anything here in Ontario? Uh, most Greenbelt scandals. That's true. We got the record for that. We probably have that record. Yeah, most turbines. I don't know. Turns out we're the best in the world at growing zucchini, allegedly. Is that a point of pride? Uh, I think so. For zucchini farmers, I guess. We'll take anything. The current record for the longest zucchini is 8 feet, 3.3 inches. Holy moly. Yeah, grown by a guy in Niagara Falls, Ontario, and just next door to Niagara Falls in St. Catharines, there's a guy that grew an 8-foot 4.79 inch zucchini. So just like a, an inch or so longer than, yeah. than the world record. So he's going to get certified? Yeah, he's getting this certified to be the longest zucchini. Oh, goodness. I never got any zucchini this year. Pretty much every other year I've lived in Huron County, around August, September, everybody's offering me free zucchini. Yeah, want some zucchini? And nobody ever <laughs> wants the their own zucchini they grow. They're always pawning it off on you. Who is the first person that decided that the zucchini, that would taste good as bread? <laughs> Somebody thought of that and did it, and it worked. Pioneer times, man. Anything you grow, you have to find some use for it. It's good filler for zucchini bread. I've had zucchini cake. It's fine. The sad thing here is when they grow them that big... They're no longer edible. Okay, so they're just like smaller zucchinis. Got it. Uh, you had a cat and doe recently. Yeah, we you just, lost him. We Poor just guy. lost him a couple Poor, weeks ago. Poor striker. Good, oh. good cat. Beautiful cat too. Oh, and so expressive too. He, I, I've told you, he used to play the piano. He played the piano so that you'd let him out at night. He didn't actually play the piano. He no. didn't play chopsticks. It's he not... just stepped on the piano. He didn't play anything. He walked on the piano. It's not the same thing. <laughs> I can mash my head into the keyboard. Doesn't mean I can type. I kid you not. Sometimes it actually sounded good. Like a real melody. Come on. Are you one of those people, your kids, like, colors on the wall? You're like, they're so artistic. It's like, <laughs> idiot, your child vandalized. Your cat didn't play piano. He walked around your home part of which was on the piano. We wrote songs together. A medical journal, Behavioral Processes. There's a new report in that that says that cats have 276 different facial expressions. Oh, yeah, they're very expressive. I don't get it. What did You had a cat for a bunch of years. What did you see? Well, they they t talk a lot, and, and then they kind of look at you with their head tilted, and then sometimes it's tilted the other way. 276, though, that's more expressions than I have. Does a head tilt count? I guess. I don't, like, how, how could there be that many expressions? You have a dog. Does your dog have that many expressions? Not really. Your dog has, like, three expressions. I love you. Can we go for a walk? And I just ate a roll of paper towels. Our own Matt Hussey 
can relate to this story because you grew up, uh, father was a minister, kind of religious household. So you didn't do the Halloween parties. What did you do? Well, we had like a get together at the church and we'd have like a harvest party. You dress up, there'd be candy. You're with all your close friends. We did bobbing for apples. Which seems disgusting now, but we did that. Yeah, people dipping their dirty faces and mouths. Just full of spit and everything else. <laughs> At these harvest parties, could you dress up as Iron Man or Frankenstein? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do that. Well, we just didn't do, like, the devils and the witches and all the dark stuff, right? Okay, but you could do a movie character. Yeah. Okay. So now schools have kind of adopted this now to, to be more inclusive to everyone. So out in Saskatchewan, instead of letting the kids dress up as their favorite superhero or whatever... They're having a celebration of Harvest Day. Well, they had on Halloween. And a lot of the parents and kids are upset because some kids had already got their costumes. They were looking forward to going to school. And so this celebration of Harvest Day, kids were asked to dress up in fall colors or as farmers. (laughs) (laughs) This must have been in the city, right? Because, like, that would just be your regular clothes here. Yeah, that's just Wednesday (laughs) in Huron County dressed up as a farmer. That's like holding a party in Huron County and being like, make sure when you come that you have cow crap on your boots. It's like, I do every other day of the week. I'm not doing it on Halloween. Wear a plaid shirt. Ah. That's all I have. Don't like to hear these stories. But sometimes it happens. Stuff in the Halloween candy. There are reports out of Toronto of a sewing needle found in a child's Halloween candy. Police are still investigating this. Well, could that have been an accident? You keep the Halloween candy next to the sewing kit or something? Or was this intentional? What sewing kit that you keep has just loose needles rolling around that, (laughs) that get lodged in the candy. You know those cookie containers that everyone always uses as a sewing kit? Yeah, Quality Street. Yeah. Yeah. They Maybe they also put their Halloween candy in there. It's like, oh, there's a kid at the door. Do we have any candy? It's in the sewing kit. You never know. What stupid person does that? <laughs> so reports of a sewing needle. Police say the child wasn't hurt. The child who got the candy not hurt because the parents... We're inspecting the candy. Well, that's good. And they also say, like, you shouldn't eat the homemade treats from people. But when I was growing up, we used to go to houses and they would do popcorn balls. Yeah, but when you grew up, there was malaria and tuberculosis. (laughs) I don't remember any kids biting in needles. Yeah, but to be fair, when you grew up, kids died at the age of 24. So it's a different world. You ever use DoorDash in the city? You're somewhere you don't, you want McDonald's, but you don't want to go to McDonald's. So you get DoorDash or Grubhub to pick it up for you. And you pay $45 for what would normally cost you 15 Yeah, kind of ridiculous, but convenient. And just regular people do these deliveries. There was this guy in Utah, really messed up a delivery from Chick-fil-A. Delivered these fries and a milkshake to this guy. Guy goes to take a sip out of the milkshake. He says it was pee. The cup was full of pee. Now, there's an explanation for this. The DoorDash driver says he's so busy, doesn't have time to go to the bathroom, so he relieves himself into a cup, like a soda drink fast food cup. And it just happened to be the same Chick-fil-A cup that the milkshake came in, got them mixed up. There's also some faults here for the guy who ordered the food. Not only do you expect some mess-ups, we've all ordered a soft drink from, let's just say, McDonald's. It's a cardboard cup. The drink has ice in it. You grab the cup. Cup is cold. This dude grabbed a milkshake, a cold milkshake, and he grabbed a warm (laughs) cup. He's probably drunk or something. That's why he couldn't go out and get the food, right? Maybe. That's probably a good explanation. Maybe, but of course there's pee in it. It's a warm cup of a delivery driver working 19 hours a day. But also, how do you know it's pee? It's not like you have pee on a regular basis. Speak for yourself. Oh. Also, the smell is a big factor with taste. Like, when you plug your nose, it's hard to taste things. So, if you have pee in your mouth, part the smell partly might indicate. Oh, well. Still tasted better than Tim Horton's coffee. And yet another piece of Halloween candy has been reported to have something bad in it. Last week, there was an issue with a sewing needle in some candy. A thumbtack, like a push tack that you use on your corkboard, that was in some candy. Oh, they just keep getting bigger each time. This now one, what? This one's even bigger. A nail inside a coffee crisp. Well, fortunately, it probably stops there because the Halloween candy is so small now. 
Yeah. You, can't, you can't go any bigger than a nail. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's tough, though. You got to check your kids' Halloween candy. They still got some left. Make sure you check that. Apparently, there was minor injuries oh. reported here. So nothing serious, but it chomped into it, maybe Free. broke a tooth or something. Who knows? Free tongue piercing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And tongue piercings are so expensive now. Although, if you're going to put a nail in chocolate, Halloween is the right holiday. I tried putting a nail in some Easter chocolate. I was told it was in bad taste. Over in beautiful Alberta, where it is evidently rat-free. They've been saying this for years. We don't have rats here. They've been saying this since the 50s, evidently. Apparently, they don't have rats, but a rat infestation has been reported at a pair of recycling facilities in Calgary. Ooh. But the province says, hey, we're on it. We're going to kill every single rat. And then when the rats are dead, we will go back to our zero rat status. We'll continue to declare we do not allow rats in Alberta. I get it, though. We had rats once growing up in our house. And we were told, don't tell anyone we have rats. Didn't They're- you live in a series of, like, connected trailers Yeah, yeah, up? yeah. It was very clean and everything. Like, there was no reason we would have had rats. But there's, like, this stigma. It's kind of like when you get head lice in the family. You don't admit you have head lice. You're just afraid, like, someone's going to call children's aid or something. And if you have rats and head lice, it just sounds like you're bad parents. So your mom sat the kids down and was like, don't tell anybody we have rats, kids. I think we just knew. You don't tell people you have rats. <laughs> There's just a shame. We're dealing with the issue. And we'll be rat-free like everyone else soon. That's right. So if you have rats in your house, you treat it like head lice, okay? You just act calm and you shave all the kids' heads. Stop crying, Melinda. My family, every year, we'd go to Canada's Wonderland. It was always a good time. Yeah, me too. It it transformed from Canada's Wonderland to Paramount Canada's Wonderland. That's when a lot of the rides got movie names, Top Gun. Yeah, and then they had to change those because someone else bought them. Yeah, Paramount sold the rights, so now Top Gun is Flight Deck. And the kids' land used to be Hanna-Barbera Land, then it was SpongeBob Land or something. Now it's something else I don't know what it is now. I'm lost track. So the company who owns Canada's Wonderland right now, they're called Cedar Fair. And they're merging with Six Flags, which is an American amusement park company. I think Cedar Fair is also one, but they're merging and they're going to form a mega amusement park company. Now, here's the cool thing. Here's how this affects you. Six Flags owns the imaging rights to DC Comics, Looney Tunes, and Peanuts. Oh. So you might start seeing more DC comic book characters. Yeah. So you might see Superman stamping your hand. As you leave the park. Oh, that's fun. And, and Bugs Bunny's going to be throwing sawdust on all the puke next to Leviathan. Just stay away from that Pepe Le Pew. He's creepy. Yeah, he is. Cre- he was creepy, he's right? Very touchy-feely. Yeah, he's very molesty. I'm not too worried about deer exacting their revenge because if you've ever uh, interacted with a deer, they're stupid animals. They are dumb. They are morons. Yeah, well, they can do a number on your vehicle. That's absolutely true. Maybe they're really smart and they think, well, screw you. I'm going to just stand here so you bang into me. You just confirmed with me that they were dumb. Well, maybe that's smart. They're sacrificing their life to hurt you. Dumb isn't smart. That's not how smart works. (laughs) Over in Victoria, B.C., this deer is making the news because it was wandering around a neighborhood and it had an arrow sticking out of its side. Oh, God. So clearly there was some bow hunter trying to get a deer and didn't and the deer got away and i'm wondering if maybe that hunter lives in that neighborhood oh revenge who knows or maybe the deer doesn't know it has an arrow in its side it's like when you have like spinach in your teeth yeah maybe the other deer didn't tell him yeah but instead of uh in your teeth it's your liver i don't know if you ever planned a wedding help my brother plan is we had bought a bunch of beer it was just for guests to have we weren't selling it but here's a law you might not know about You're not allowed here in Ontario to go to another province, say Quebec, for example, buy a bunch of their cheaper alcohol and then come back to Ontario and sell said alcohol. Well, why not? It's the same stuff. No, there's a law against that. So this crew over in Kingston, bunch of guys, they went to Quebec, bought a bunch of beer. 326 cases of it, to be exact. What? They were on a highway (laughs) near Kingston and one of their tires blew out. So their tire's on fire, smoking. Police stop the van, see all this beer in the back of the truck. They ask, what are you doing with all this beer? You bought it legally, but what are you doing? They said, we're going to take it to a wedding and sell it to guests. Police 
popped them for that. Why would you want to sell beer from Quebec to your Ontario guests? They're not going to understand it. It's like, what does Labatt mean? I'm not buying this. That's way too much for a wedding. How many people are at this wedding? It depends on the size of the wedding. Three, I would 326 cases? I would think even a large wedding would be about 50 cases. Well, 326 cases, that would be a big wedding, or it would be a small wing of Ironman game. Matthew, I don't know how much you love Ontario, our beautiful province, the greatest province in Canada. Oh, I love Ontario. You know what? I don't think you love it enough. I don't think you love this province as much as people in Saskatchewan love their province. Yeah, for some reason, the Saskatchewan government, they held an emergency meeting. And one of the things in that meeting was that all schools now have to fly the Saskatchewan flag. And they're not allowed to put it on the current flagpole <laughs> no. with the Canada flag. No, you need a separate flagpole for the Saskatchewan flag. So some of the other parties are speaking up saying, is this really that important? And the schools only have so much of a budget. One school saying they got to buy 25 flagpoles <laughs> <laughs> out of the 39 schools just to raise the Saskatchewan flag in the, the Ministry of Justice, Bronwyn Air, she says, well, you can just get them at Canadian Tire. Can you buy flagpoles at Canadian Tire? Well, maybe so, but you still got to pour concrete and everything. It's, That's true. It's a big expense. And she said, well, we need to be more like Quebec. Quebecers love their flag. It borders on the spiritual. It's like, are Saskatchewan people that proud of their province? You know what? Just remind them that Justin Trudeau is from Quebec. They'll be like, oh, maybe we should have. But then also Pierre Poilievre, I think, is from Quebec, too. So it's a wash. Well, they should just, uh, these schools should just tell the government they need to spend the budget on supplies for education. And a stick of flagpole up. Something. None of this education mumbo-jumbo. Flags to prove how proud we are. I'm on the Canadian Tire website. Yeah, you can buy a flagpole for 200 bucks at Canadian Tire. You there can you get go. everything at Canadian Tire. By the way, this bit sponsored by Canadian Tire. All of this to bring you that. Your number one source for flagpoles in Huron County, evidently. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.